You are listening to Popcorn on SoundCloud. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Popcorn. I'm your host, Kyle Goldfinch. Here with me is Anthony Captain Fizzman on YouTube. How are you, Anthony? I am well. Thank you, Kyle. Excited to get into today's podcast. We have a lot to talk about. Absolutely. We have a great show today. Plus, we have a special guest joining us later in the show. So make sure you stay tuned for that. So let's get straight in to uh, our hot topics for this week. Let's first begin with Eurovision. Um, Of course, Eurovision um, last weekend. Unfortunately, the way our show is set up, the week of next review Eurovision on the actual day, but we got to we got to hear who won. Um, congratulations to Ukraine. Um, yeah, Anthony, uh, you did you watch Eurovision? Did you get to watch the ten hour ten ten hour cast over three days? No, I did not, but I do know of the results, and I'm kind of disappointed in how they panned out. Well, no, it was a very different voting procedure this year. It was it was actually kind of interesting. A lot of us were like on edge. It was really, really, really crazy. Um, they did the they normally do the voting as each country gives out like a set amount of points, like one to seven, and then eight, uh, ten, and twelve. But this year, it was actually the amount of votes that people gave in the public vote, which really made the difference. And it was really, really crazy. So. Yeah, it, it was, was like great. Australia like almost won. We got second behind Ukraine. There was a big issue with um there was a big massive thing between like Russia and Ukraine. It was like who's going to win? Almost like the Crimean War a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um a uh, bit of history for you guys to consider. But yeah, no. It was it was just it was a really good show. It was really amazing. Uh, it was hosted by last year's winner in uh, Austria and Pitchfork. In Stockholm. No, no, last year was in Austria. Yeah. Yeah. But it was hosted in Stockholm this year. Yeah, it was hosted this year in Stockholm, but last year was in Austria. And, yeah, and it was Petra Meder, Meder who I'm probably going to mispronounce, and the winner of last year, Maz Zm... I, I can't even say his name, but the really cute guy who we all fucking watch. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, so that was Eurovision. Really great show, of course. Going to be on next year in Ukraine. Um, I, yeah, of course, I'm the only one um, that watches Eurovision. Okay, let's move on to uh, Dylan O'Brien, of course. Um, still in Canada. We believe he's. We might, he might be back shooting. He might not be. He's still in hospital. Again, he's full recovery. But now we're hearing a very disturbing report, which is that he's actually going to... He's actually going to not be on Teen Wolf anymore. So this report pretty much says because of the fact that of the injury and also the fact that Dylan has to continue shooting on the Maze Runner and he's also going for a new role in this new sh- new movie called American um, American Assassin with played alongside with Michael Caton. He might not actually have the mental stability and strength to be able to to actually complete three different roles at the same pretty much time or quite honestly right next to each other so it's it's i'm really hoping that this isn't true what do you think anthony they might as well if that is true they might as well just cancel team wolf well yeah because yeah because literally that show is that show is really all about 
the relationship and almost the bromance between Scott, who is Tyler Posey, and Styles, which is Dylan O'Brien. It's just like, what? Oh my god. It's just, I really hope this is not true. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm very upset. Hopefully, hopefully Dylan gets better as soon as possible. And yeah, let's, let's continue on. We pray for Dylan, making sure he can do all three roles, and if not, then one one of them would have to go. And to be honest, uh, I know my views don't reflect the views of the podcast, but I think if they were to delay Mace Runner even more, then I think it would be fine. Well, that's always the good thing as well. Like I don't, you really don't really know much about these things. These sets are always private places, and so you never really know the sort of actually what's going on completely until the actual star themselves comes out and yeah we just hope the best um okay so moving on to another mtv show um really sad news as well jesus christ today is going to be a ridiculously sad episode the last episode of faking it was on wednesday one of my favorite shows actually tuesday in the united states australia here one of my favorite shows i can't believe it's over i i had a massive cry i was pretty much again going back to my teenage girl days if I was ever that. And it was just sad. It was just, there was so much to, to talk about. And um, Holly, uh, Carter Covington, who's the executive producer of Faking It, spoke to The Hollywood Reporter and really just had this incredible, just said thank you to the fans and thank you to the people who actually watched the show. I just read a bit of this statement. I won't read it all, but you can find it on The Hollywood Reporter website. Um so he, just to just to quote the sort of beginning at um, the beginning of the the letter that he wrote to the fans, it says, "I wrote faking it to heal. Growing up as a closeted gay teenager in North Carolina, I felt in love with quite a few of my best friends. Unlike Amy, I never said a word because rejection seemed inevitable. Needless to say, each of those friendships ended. Amy's journey was my chance to relive all those feelings from the from a, from the safety of a script." She could be brave enough to take the risks I could never, I never could. Amy could tell Karma she loved her, and I could rewrite my past. That's just the beginning part. I don't want to read it all because it's quite a long statement, but you can read it on the Hollywood Reporter website. I, to be honest, is one of my favorite shows. It, it, it. I wrote a massive statement on my Facebook wall for people who have me on Facebook. I wrote and the faking it was one of the most diverse shows, and that. It, it taught me a lot about what, what really being trans was, what intersex was, and what life was like for people who were not me, who identified like they were LGBT and they were like me. So it, it was just a really great show and it's really sad that it's ending. So um, hopefully um, there are plans, there are there's a petition online going that fans want to see it on Netflix. I would be really supportive of that. Netflix has a very – has a vision like mtv to promote inclusive inclusivity in their content so hopefully um we see that soon so that's faking it let's move on great time of the year we hear that up the upfronts which is the television circuit of what's coming on in the new year in the fall season um anthony you have more about that yes so last friday a list of tv shows for the fall season was released of was being kept and was being cancelled, and some of my favorites have uh, been kept, but there are others which have been um, cancelled. 
uh, particularly Agent Carter, which is a a spin-off from Marvel Agents of Shield, which I'm so happy was released. Marvel Agents of Shield was renewed for for its fourth season, but Agent Carter was not renewed. It was cancelled. Uh, particularly because Hayley Atwell was, um, has moved to another ABC drama. But then again, as Carl said, with uh, Fagan Get How, there is a petition to bring it to Netflix. There is, the same, there is a similar petition to bring Agent Carter to Netflix as well. But other than that, we got two trailers for two reboots of TV shows. First of all is Prison Break, which looks amazing. I didn't really watch the first uh the series uh, when it originally was on, but the second, but the I was a big fan. The new one uh, looks very interesting, so I might give that a watch. And the second of all was Rocky Horror, which looks pretty good. I mean, uh, I've I've watched the Glee adaptation of it when they did it in that episode, which was terrible. <laughs> Carl did not support the views of popcorn. <laughs> I'm not even like I'm not even kidding you. It's just like. I look, I love Glee. I loved Glee. I loved Glee. But that was a travesty. But Glee's Glee's he, Rocky Horror was terrible. I'm sorry. I love Ryan Murphy. Ryan Murphy, I'm probably gonna hear us and probably be like, I'm gonna hate this guy now. But I really did not like that. Like that episode was just not cool. I did not like that. Here's the thing, the Glee adaptation of Rocky Horror was my first kind of exposure to Rocky Horror itself. So it's kind of made me interested in how it will turn out in the Fox series. Um, the guy who's playing Brad, uh, yeah, they how they've set up the teaser is they have um, Laverne... Cox. Cox. She is kind of the... She, uh, they are the... Uh, they're kind of in the spotlight a lot because there are two scenes which include them and I can't wait for it. I always thought that when I heard about this, it was going to be more um, a Fox Live. <coughs> um, the first time I heard about this, I thought it was going to be like a Fox Live production. So the fact that it's like a series now, it's going to be really interesting. And I'm, I really hope, um, yeah, I, look, I, to be honest, I love Laverne Cox. I think Laverne Cox is great for the role. Um, just because of the 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 importance of the original story that takes place, and I think why that's why Laverne Cox is a brilliant, brilliant person for the role. But hopefully, Doctor Frankenfurter or a different character. No, Frankenfurter is not the Doctor. I don't think. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't. I, don't, it, I think uh, Franken, Frankenfurter is not a Doctor. I don't think. Okay, um, I'm just literally looking it up right now. Yeah. Um, no, I don't know why. No, I don't think Frankenfurter is a doctor. Okay. She's the lady of the manor. Yeah, so she's not oh, a no, doctor. No, that, it is Dr. Frankenfurter. Really? Rolling Stone has said that uh, Laverne Cox is playing the lead role of Dr. Frankenfurter. Ah, well, you know. Okay. Doesn't look like a doctor, but whatever. Um, okay, let's move on to Anthony. You also have this as well. I wasn't a big fan, but I know that you're a big fan. Scream is coming back to season two on MTV. The first eight, seven, seven minutes, seven, seven minutes, minutes was, seven. The first seven, seven minutes. minutes was released on Friday the 13th. And Which it was prim- live streamed on the Facebook page. And now it's available on YouTube. And I mean, there's so many emotions with that. It kind of 
how it starts off is similar to how the screen movie started off where they show a scene that you believe is the start of the TV show and how the TV show will be running. And it includes a uh, Vine star, Lele Pons. Um, yeah, so she gets, uh, in screen fashion, she gets murdered, but it turns out to be a movie. And then uh, that's when the real horror starts. But the way they've done it is just like, Twitter was in a rage, Facebook was in a rage. Like my friends who do watch Scream were like, "This is not a, uh, okay. this is not a, uh, an effing prank." And it's like, uh, it's amazing, Carl. You have to watch it. Trust me, you'll be like, "What the heck is happening?" I, I have been told by you many times that I should actually watch Scream. And you look, have until May thirtieth. You can binge watch it. Really? Is that when it's supposedly not going to be available on Netflix? May 30th, it airs back on MT. Oh, okay, right. Oh, okay, so hopefully... I think they're probably going to keep it on Netflix because the international distributing rights are with Netflix, so hopefully it does stay so I can watch it. It'll, it's definitely on my list, and I've, I saw the first part of season one. I just couldn't be bothered. But I, look, for you, for you only, I will get back to it at some point. So let's move on. We've got a bit of Margaret Robbie news. Um... Two distinct different news portions. Um, first one is that a video by the Vogue YouTube channel was released throughout the week of sort of this almost like, almost like psycho Australian psycho thing. Wow. I can say that if ever Margot Robbie wants to be in um, a role where she's playing a psychopath, she could probably get it done. It was pretty crazy. It was this, it was, it was commissioned by Vogue to be a somewhat portion of their sort of issue that they have coming out it was like an advertising thing for them i think vogue is into creating really awesome content now which is really awesome um and yeah it's just was really weird i can't really mention exactly what happened because i really still feel like that i'm a bit of and a bit of an lsd trip after watching it um but yeah no go it's on um vogue youtube channel so definitely go definitely do check it out um if you do get the chance. Um, also, in related Margot Robbie news, uh, there is the ch- there is basically going to be a Harley Quinn movie, and Anthony again. Yes, this is amazing. It this is. is. This is great. It, it kind of it ties in well with the Vogue video because Harley Quinn, Margot Robbie is playing Harley Quinn, who is an amazing character in the DC franchise. And there is um, there is uh, in works which is exclusive feature that uh, a Harley Quinn solo movie will be will be released and I'm hoping that they no they are yeah, uh, Margot Robbie will be playing Harley Quinn hopefully Let, let's hope that I mean let, it all depends on her performance in Suicide Squad which adjusting from the trailer I think she'll play, play an amazing character plus she's a homegrown star she was in Neighbours and her character was amazing so I think she'll do Harley Quinn justice I don't know what's in the I don't know what's in the water at Neighbors, but like Chris Hemsworth was Chris in Hemsworth was home and away. Oh, home and away. Liam still, Hemsworth got... was Neighbors. Oh, okay. Um, God, their brothers have been on one side of the thing. I just Kylie Minogue was in her, Neighbors. Uh, who else? Uh, I don't. I don't. I just Neighbors is fine. I I went through a bit of an obsession where I watched Neighbors and. God knows that I didn't come out the same oh, way. We, we, all, we all went through an obsession to watching Neighbours, so... 
I think I went through Neighbors and Home and Away, but that's that that, that ship had sailed when I was like in year ten at school. So let's move on to um. Oh my god! So fresh off the fact of we've heard that Supergirl is going to be now on the CW Entertainment Weekly. God bless their souls. Have just released the released the fact that we are going to see not just Supergirl a crossover with Supergirl with Arrow with Heroes of Tomorrow and what was the other one? Okay, okay. Let let me just. Sorry, Carl, but whenever someone mentions superheroes, I tend to get very defensive. Of How it's working? Okay, so all the shows will be on their regu- regularly scheduled times. But Supergirl will be moving to CW. So it is Supergirl, then Flash, then Arrow, then Legends of Tomorrow. Oh right, okay. Because they still remain in their time, their time spots. It's just how it's happening. It's going to be a massive annual crossover event, which I, I can't wait for it. I'm, I'm not sure how they're going to, because Supergirl uh, exists in another Earth as well as Superman, because Superman won on uh, Supergirl, and and also Batman as well. If you think about it. And so how, I'm not sure how they're going to do it unless, uh, as uh, this has not a spoiler because it's been on the air for quite a while, uh, because Cisco now has the ability in Flash to create breach um, portals to another Earth, I think that's how they're bringing Supergirl. Other than that, if not, then they'll probably do something that kind of uh, crashes all the uh, Supergirl's Earth into the Earth 1, which is where the arrow and flash exist unless unless um in legends of tomorrow they're able to bring her back through like um something to do with time and everything so yeah who knows how that will work but i'm very interested to see how it will all exist because fans have been asking for this crossover event that that'll be a crossover like you just have to like watch watch it happen the CW will become a major force in the superhero genre, which it is already. It'll get that. It'll get that crossover. Like it'll get like that four, that four um, superhero. Cro- no, no, that one I'm talking about is that four hero crossover episode. You will get that. Yeah, will but totally it'll, it'll be, it's gonna go over four days, which is like amazing. I can't wait for it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, with that said and done, that is all the hot topics we have time for. Now we have a special guest joining us. He is an Australian YouTuber. I am such a ridiculous fan of his. He is blowing up. He's just he's just got over 1000 subscribers. Please make welcome to Popcorn the amazing Tyler Hi. Hill. Hey, what's up, Tyler? Tyler? What's going on in Popcorn? I am so world? So excited to have you joining us here on Popcorn. Tell us what you, why you inspired to create a YouTube channel. Well, I actually didn't know YouTube was a thing and that people made videos and got paid from it. So like in 2011, Fetus Me liked to sing and liked to record myself singing. And then I was like, what if I can share this with people? And I did and they were really bad, but then it worked out because it developed into me making vlogs. Because I made a second channel that wasn't called oh. Tyler Hill Music in like September 2013, and it was vlogs, and I was like, I kind of like this, and I kept doing it, and now here I am, keep doing it. Don't mind me, I'm just trying to find the Is... Tyler Hill Music channel. Oh, oh. I think it's deleted. 
I think I put all the videos on um, private. God Probably. damn it. Let's be honest with a little bit. Um, is there... What made you, what, what you want to start a YouTube channel? Is there, was there a defining moment in your life where you're like, I really want to start YouTube? No. What, what, what made you consider starting YouTube? Well, I didn't, I didn't really know it was a thing that you start and that you do. It just kind of happened. Like, I didn't really mean anything to come out of it. Like, it literally just happened. I was like, okay, then I'm just going to keep doing this. This is fun. And what's your dream in regards to YouTubing? Where would you love to? Where would you love to go with that? Um, I think I'd keep making consistent content that my audience enjoys and that I enjoy making, and pretty much just see where it goes. Is there, is there a door that you would love to get open through you doing YouTube? I think I would love to make a web series, a comedic, comedy web series. Me with you lead like just me in different characters kind of like um summer heights high that could uh, i could see that i could see that um anthony do you have any questions for tyler are there any brand deals in the work for pizza heart Domino's, crust or any pizza brands <laughs> i mean you no. did love pizza a lot i mean we, we no. have to do a pizza video together definitely I can just envision us doing like just sitting around talking about topics and just eating pizza. Yeah. Anthony, on this website. Sorry. Sorry, Tyler. I think when I get 10,000 subscribers, I'm going to have like a live stream of a pizza party and I'm going to like order pizza for like my subscribers and just be like, pick up the pizza, then come watch my live stream. We'll hang out and eat pizza together. I love that. I would love I, to I be a part totally, of that. I could totally see like Anthony, you on like a, like as like not a series regular, but like a guest star on Tyler's show. It would just like <laughs> absolutely amazing. Like you must, you must be chuffed the fact that you have a thousand subscribers, Tyler. Yeah, like that's so me. Imagine a thousand people in a room. Like the other day. For example, um, a, one of my followers tweeted me and she was like, um, oh my God, Tyler, this new girl just came to my school and I think we're going to be best friends now because we just discovered that we both watch your videos. Like, that's so oh, crazy. That's How amazing. So but I does that make you friendships. feel good that you're like shaping, like you're yeah. shaping the world, that your message that you're sending out there is actually, yeah. well, you're inspiring people to get together and... and become friends because of your shareable content that you have on YouTube. Yeah. I think I have to be careful too, though, at the same time of what I post. Like, for example, my latest video of the um, things guys should stop doing to girls. Like, I don't know. I have to be a bit careful of what I share because I don't want to be like, send the wrong message to people that like, I don't know. I feel like I have a responsibility to shape people's like views and like how they feel about topics. Yeah, I think that's what we all, or us as creators need to really keep in mind that whatever you say can be taken to heart and then that it's kind of like the whole idea of monkey see monkey do. If someone sees someone doing something that is, but they don't really know that it's all scripted and fake, then yeah. 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 When are you coming to another meetup, Tyler? Yeah, um, when are you coming to another meetup? When are you coming? When is another YouTube meetup? As soon as there is a meetup. <laughs> okay, I, I'll talk to Matthew and I'll plan one. 
Yeah, absolutely. We need to talk to Matthew. We need to be like, hey, it's for you. What what is next? What is next for Tyler? What that is what I would like to know because I just go with the flow and see what happens. Do you have like, like a day? Do you just come I up would've... with ideas on the day or what how do you how do you come up with your video ideas? Well, pretty much I have like a book and a list on my phone of like things, but mostly I just like write them down when I'm out. Like the other day I was with my friends and I was like, oh, that could be a video. I think it was, oh, Zumba. My, I, was, I made a joke about Zumba and I was like, oh, I could do like a Zumba tutorial on my channel. So pretty much just I would, through my daily life. I would totally collab with you on that. I would totally be in that. <laughs> that would be amazing because I'm actually, I've done Zumba for like four years now. Oh, that's actually crazy. No, be so funny. Just dance video of all of all of all of all of us of us three just doing <laughs> some dance. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Tyler, thank you. Dance. Oh my god, are we I've all. It it's amazing. Connect. I've got it on connect. I can't dance though because I'm really like lanky and long, but let's still do it. It makes me happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, Tyler, thank you so much for joining Quabcoin. You have been such an incredible guest. Thank you for for being the first person that we hopefully don't have, that we don't completely <laughs> interrogate to the point where you're not going to ever return to us. <laughs> no, it's good. Oh, uh, me and, me and Tyler have a deal. <laughs> oh, really? What's, What's that deal? I'll get in peace if he joins us. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I got a Snapchat from a girl the other day that was like, um... I'll give you a picture if you come to New Zealand. <laughs> I was like, all right. Tyler, where can people street, find please. you on social media? Well, if they want to see more of my face, or well, more of the voice. No, they want to see the face of the voice that they're listening to. This is a voice! Just... Oh, God. <laughs> Do we have copyright for that? <laughs> yeah, I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, shut up. I don't want to have to pay copyright shit. <laughs> or if the... They all like pizza. You can just be my best friend on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and Snapchat at Tyler Hill, T Y L A H H I L L, and subscribe to me on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash my life as Tyler. And Yay. from Anthony and me, Anthony, you can of course find on Captain Fizzman on YouTube, and your Twitter is Anthony Farrow 6. 95. 95. Instagram Something is Anthony Farrow 6. That's the one. So Instagram is AnthonyFire6, Twitter is AnthonyFire95. My name is Carl Goldfinch. You can find me on Twitter and Facebook and YouTube all over. I just recently changed my channel name to the Kaz, so the Kaz, K-A-Z-Z. But you can also find me on social media. Guys, thank you so much for joining Popcorn. You you can tune in to us next week. And, of course, tune in to all the available episodes on SoundCloud. Just hit up soundcloud.com slash podcastpopcorn. Thank you again to Tyler. Thank you again to Anthony. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Bye.